to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 49, the Punchboarders reach into Richie's mailbag and then continue with our top 50 of all time going from 25 to 11. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. No, I'm Richie. Just just once, Ooh. I want Richie to do, like, you know, we've... Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey I'm Richie. Yeah. yeah. Keep it nice and we low. Should yeah. have him, we, we should have him do the intro one yeah. of these times. Just, yeah. just, just see what he could do with it. Hey, I, I'll, I'll take your <laughs> well, job. Hey. hey, baby, welcome yeah. to Punchbowl Paradise. A nice little smooth little yes. uh, beat going I like on. It. I would love that. <laughs> All right. All right, we got to make a plan for that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Richie, he's gonna he's he's gonna open with us, right? Man, he's gonna. Oh, we're, we're diving gonna, right we're into the mailbag. Yeah, we're, we're, right. Right. we're ready to go. Finally, the mailbag is full, fellas. I know well, that worked out well. Uh, it did work out the well. The Slack so. channel idea really, really worked out. So, if you want to ask a question on a Slack channel, Chad, how do you get on the Slack channel? You would send an email to punchboardparadise at gmail and we will send you an invite. Jump on that. We are getting a bigger and bigger Slack channel. It's it's fun. We've got uh, people talking about. 18xx we got people talking about teaching games to their friends and relatives we got people talking about we even have like a book club going on in there so lots Ooh, of stuff let's let's not try to squirt them away from not coming on this <laughs> right. you don't have to read if you don't want to oh <laughs> uh, okay well richie Today we're answering uh, Richard Wilson's question, and it is, "What are your biggest gaming flaws?" Oh wow! And are we are we answering for each other? <laughs> oh man! I think uh, we we want to get to episode fifty. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe I had my grandmother, who's no longer around, but one Christmas she she had a problem with someone in the family, and she she was like, "We're going to play a game," and we we're like, "Oh okay." And she sat down. And she's like, "Okay, I'm going to hand out these papers. They all had everyone's name on it, and we're all going to tell them something." That they need to work on next year. Whoa! <laughs> We're like, no, this is, a ter- this is a terrible idea. Let's just enjoy Christmas instead. <laughs> I love this. Your, your, your grandmother had like a three-page list for yeah. each of you. Yeah. No, so I think she had a plan. I think she had one person in mind that she needed to oh, talk to. Sh- oh man! And that was a terrible idea. But <laughs> man, that that reminds me actually of my dad, who was a therapist. And the game that we would always have to play was a horrible game called the Ungame, and it's not even. Really Really a game, but you just move around the board and go to these places that talk about like what would you do if someone offered you drugs or what would you do? It was so awful. It was really awful. It was just as che- it was it was this cheap way to, to talk to your right. kids about stuff that you didn't really want to talk about. Wow. Yep. I'm glad I don't have to worry about that yet. I mean, yeah, I know. Well, you know, it's I mean, you know, it's a bad game. It's actually called the ungame. Yeah. You know. All right. So gaming flaws. 
Uh, are you looking at me? I'm kind of looking at you. You yeah. are looking at me. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm sure I got some. Chad's sitting over there going, you don't know. I can tell him to you. <laughs> I would say for sure probably my biggest gaming flaw is, I don't know if I want to call it snobbery, but you know, I certainly, when people are ready to play games, I mean, if, if you don't want to play boring Euro games with me, I mean, I'm not very... <laughs> I'm trying, and you know it's something I'm I'm working at, trying to expand my horizon. You know, not that I'm you know need to play games that I don't want to play, but you know I certainly want to be more exploring. You know, different different games and different genres. But uh, so I think that's probably one of my biggest gaming flaws is I'm just very nose down at at some of those games that are just you know I just don't think that they're very good, or if I think it's just too light, you know, type of thing. So I think that's probably one of my my biggest gaming flaws. I yeah, I mean, you guys would agree with that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I would say one of mine then probably is I I still need to get better as a teacher. You know, one of the ways that you get better as a games teacher is you you just have a lot of practice, and I don't always have as much practice because the people that I play the most games with are you guys, and you guys are often teaching because you guys have played the game before I have. Yeah. So. When I'm trying to teach, even to my wife, it's very difficult because she she makes it pretty tense because she just does not want to listen to anything that has a rule after a minute long. And so I get really tense as well because I'm thinking, okay, can I do this quick? And how quick, you know, you just feel like you're under a time pressure almost. I just need to practice it more because also there's a way to teach a game and figure out how to teach a game and you need to be able to not shoot the fire hose at somebody, but also explain it so th- enough so that they feel like they know what they're doing. So it's kind of figuring out what's essential and what you can explain as they go. And I just, I need to get better at that. I will say you have gotten much better at teaching, though, since oh, I've known you. 100%. Thanks, I appreciate yes. it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a real scare there for a while, and now it's not, not so bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Trying to make it up to episode 50. My bad. <laughs> I was looking to build you up a little bit there, Clef, with yours, as far as if you catch Clef in early in a game's life cycle, he's usually pretty enthusiastic about the game. Sure. A new game. Yeah. It's just if you catch Clef when he's played the game 10 times and it's not City of the Big Shoulders or something heavier. But, I mean, you've played it so many times, so I, I kind of get it. Yeah, you can't you can't fault him for that. Right. It's just that's why sometimes I won't loan him some of my games because he'll be like, <laughs> right. can, I borrow, yeah, can I borrow this game? And then the next time I ask to play it with him, he's like, oh, no, I don't want to ever play that game again. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would agree with you. That is, uh, I have lots of people that don't, you know, they might play with me once a week. Uh, you know, like our, our friend Ryan Brockman, uh, you know, 3D bit space guy. He'll come over every Friday and he's like, he just almost, he knows whatever game he played last Friday. I've played five times since then. And I'm like, yep, I'm ready to move on to this new game. And he was always like, I would sometimes just like to play the same game that I got to play last week. And with the way that I am with new games, I mean, that's 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 a tall order sometimes. So that maybe that's something I should try to work on a little bit better. I don't think it's necessarily a snobbery. I think it's just that you are ready for a new game almost every time. Yeah. Yeah. I, which is what I like, and hence why my challenge is 120 new games. Yeah. All right. So, well, Richie, what about you, big man? Yeah. What's up oh, over there? I'm, I'm perfect. We, <laughs> we move on here. All right. No. <laughs> uh, I think for me, definitely, it would be I like games to go fast, and and I don't usually say anything, but you you might be able to tell just from my face, like if, if they catch my face and they're going really slow, that I'm not that happy about it, and I 
you know, I might try to avoid sitting at a table with them again. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I just need to be more tolerant about it, especially because, I mean, this is the one thing that we all got, you know, started this podcast for is that we wanted to game with a lot more people. So I don't I don't want to scare anybody off if they think that they have to move at a, like a certain pace with me or anything like that. You know, I, I, I just need to relax and just, you know, just chit chat at the table instead of, you know, focusing on let's go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> so people along. it changes to, hey, Clef. Did you just make your move? <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good move. You did that really quick, too. <laughs> I like the way you're moving. I may have done that a couple of times. <laughs> no, and it's understandable. And I think for me, when when I'm playing with somebody, if we're playing a new game, I just kind of want people to just get in there and pull levers a little bit. You know, I mean, it's not all that, I mean, oh my God, you have to win type of thing. But then again, I also sit here and think, you know, I might be playing, you know, a game for the first time, and I know I'm going to play it five, six, seven more times, you know, relative to the click, they might not get to play it for a couple of weeks. They right. do need a little bit more time, and they do want to, you know, really understand what they're doing. So, yeah, so that's something maybe we should try to not always want to be rushing people as much as we think we do. Well, this is uh, this is a really interesting question, and I I kind of think that uh, our listeners would, would like to chime in there two cents. So, I think I'll put up a, a thing on the, on the guild and let people answer in in the forum what they think their gaming flaws are if they want to share yeah that'd yeah. be great yeah it'd be interesting so yeah thank you richard for the question very yeah. interesting and i think fellows we're going were we going straight in let's do it back into let's, the list let's get into the list right, people are yeah, ready with that music oh my goodness these that are gonna be good some music good last time yeah i i didn't listen so hopefully it was good <laughs> <laughs> My number 25 is a Feld game. It's a Feld game that nobody else here is psyched about, but I really like it. I unfortunately don't own this one. Pretty sad about it. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Macau by Stefan Feld. And I still, I know that uh, that you guys dislike <laughs> it, but I really like what the Windrows does. I think that there are ways to mitigate the dice. And I, I, I've played this one a few times now, and I'm always looking to get it back to the table. And as soon as there's a reprint of this game, I'm on it like Flynn. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it is, this is maybe one of the biggest disagreements that we will have. I just cannot believe that, there are, I mean, number twenty five. Yeah, out of I, all I really like this games. Game. I mean, that just well, oh there my are goodness, other Feld games on this list to come. I, too, I understand that, but wow, just the luck factor in that game is just so much. It just it blows my mind that 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 would be so high on your list. I I I just feel like there are some times when you can mitigate it, and it really a lot of times affects everybody equally. So it's not all not right. that bad. Maybe this is one of those games. Once again, I just played it the one time. Maybe I've got to give it another shot again. Well, you know, I mean, you came around a little bit with Carpe Diem. You know, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me, Richie. What's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're thinking right in this one. So, well, that's yeah. my. <laughs> I don't know. It just this is not a game that I I like. But I'm glad you like it, Chad. All right. Well, that's my number <laughs> 25, Macau. All right. Well, my number 25 is going to be a lot less uh, controversial because I know both of you guys absolutely love this game, and this is another capstone game on the list, a reprint of an old classic of Noya Heimat, and that is The Estates. 
Yes. This game is amazing. You know, this is just such a fun game that looks so nice and sweet and innocent and come build these blocks here and put some roofs here and oh it just looks so nice and then i'm going to turn around i'm going to stab you in the back and ha 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 you know it's so (laughs) mean i just i love it's such so unique in the fact that when you start off that game and especially when you're playing like four and five players you know there might be a moment where it'd be like all right chad we're we're on this we're doing these yeah okay we're on it and then all of a sudden something happens and it's like boom now it's like nope i'm out of that row chad you're on your own and you're like what 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 are you doing and i'm like richie we're doing this and yep we're doing that and you just boom alliances can switch so quickly and oh so much fun to try to figure out just the right amount to bid total closed economy i mean you've got everybody starts with 12 million and you bid a million dollars as your minimum bid and that's all you've got it just works so so well and yes you can play a pretty quick game of this so i mean it's kind of close to a filler type of game but you can play it also as like a three game set where you like keep the money from game to game and then the highest score wins or two out of three and then that kind of makes it into more of a full game but even just playing a, a single game of this i still think is an excellent game and i would show up to a game day for somebody saying hey we're gonna play the estates and i'd be like yep i'm there yeah totally agree yeah great game it just missed my my top 50 it's at 54 but it is my highest rated pure auction game now Mm, gotcha i think it's eclipsed raw for me Mm, i I, mine has eclipsed raw also definitely i mean i love raw but i estates is definitely my number one pure auction game all right so that's uh like i said number 25 the estates uh, my 25 is also a group favorite. I don't know if anyone, I can't remember if anyone has said this already, but it, that is uh, from the Italian contingent, and that is Grand Austria Hotel. Has that been on anyone's list yet? I don't well, want to tell you. Okay. Because <laughs> we're going right. to be guessing All right. from top well, tens. That's, <laughs> I, I know that answer then. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, one of my favorite two player, maybe three player. See, I got to work on my. My flaw, because I was about to say, maybe three players if everyone's moving fast. No, 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 that's not a flaw. That's a fact of the <laughs> that is game. That's a fact of this game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't work on that flaw with this game. Um, but yeah, it, it's a fantastic game. It is. I just love the uh, track. This is one that I play with Jessica quite a bit. And Brockman made that beautiful insert for it. Makes oh. it easier to get out and, and get it played. But yeah great game this is i love the moving up the emperor's track and you know figuring out the the puzzle with the uh you know getting your different uh, powers down from your your weight staff and whatnot we're going to talk about it again here i'm sure later down the road here so i won't go on and on about it possibility it's a good game i always get i always feel shades of castles of burgundy in it because of the yeah. tile laying and the matching mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff feels good to combo and yeah but nice choice. Yeah, and the, uh, the biggest flaw, not even the game time with three, is those wooden dice. Just chuck those out the window. Get yourself some nice Chessic clouded dice. The little, they're fancy. They're nice. Maybe, maybe that's one of the flaws we should have told Richie he has that he is. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, the, I think prejudiced against. I think I got that right. <laughs> you have a wooden dice prejudice, Richie. I don't so like it. Is my number 25 Grand Austria Hotel. <laughs> well, my number 24 is more Uva. It's moved up. This last year, it's moved up, and you guys know it's because I, I made a, a challenge for myself to play it more often, and I just, I the more I play it, the more I really like Agricola. I know that it, it it's been eclipsed by now by some of his other games, but that system of getting that hand of cards and drafting it at the beginning and just trying to see just the, just the simple 
idea of trying to see which ones are going to come back to you that you can make work at the end and and the and the cards you're just trying to see how many of them you can play too in the game because you're never going to play all of them but you have to play them in a certain sequence too and then somebody goes to the spot that you planned and you have to work around it it just it's really smart and i have so many decks in that game now that it it there's just a lot to explore. I just really still like Agricola quite a bit, with or without Farmers of the Moor. Hmm. It, it's been a long time since I've played it. I, I'm ready for you to get it to the table and, and for me to play it again. It's just been so long. You know what? I'll play it too. All right. I got oh. minis for you. Ooh. What? I got minis for you. Oh, those. Oh. You can, yeah, yeah, you went all out little on that game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those. those yeah. are... He even threw some plastic dice in there. You don't even use them in the game, but they're, they're <laughs> yeah, there for you, Richie. You can roll them around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, count me in there you go all right well that's my number 24 agricola all right uh, my number 24 is a good steffenfeld game and that is <laughs> castles of burgundy um this game is it's just it's a great game it's definitely dropped uh, you know over the years for me and i don't get it at the table nearly as much as i did i mean i've probably played this game 50 plus times you know a lot of it two players with my wife but it's still such a great game. It has the best combo feel, in my opinion, out of any game out there. I mean, you just have those turns where you just go, I'm going to place this here, and I'm going to get this, and then I get this, and then I do this. You know, it just has those great, fun turns, yet so fast. You know, I mean, you never are waiting very... Even in a four-player game, you're not waiting terribly long. I mean, you're waiting longer. And I think I, I like it at two players a lot, just because I think you get that back and forth. I really like this game, too. I think it's definitely one of his best, for sure. I think that everybody, whether you like Euro games or not, you really owe it to yourself to give this game a play. And they just announced uh, Castles of Tuscany. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that's I don't know about, what it's going to be. They just showed the uh, the box cover. But do, do we assume that that's a Castles of Burgundy viticulture kind of morph? <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? Or there's no lions idea. on the cover. There's like a big brass lion. Can't go wrong with lions. All right. But great game. All right. Can't disagree. All right. So that was my number 24, Castles of Burgundy. All right. My number 24, I will be alone in uh, the love for it because especially i know chad hates this game i'm pretty sure he hates this game and that is roll for the galaxy uh and especially with the the latest uh expansion uh rivalry expansion at least the the part that gives you your your own dice that you can uh change and buy new faces for throughout the the game that has because that there was a point there where i was thinking eh, maybe race could take it over just because i had been playing that a lot on the app but with this new expansion that roll has cemented itself in that higher spot for me yeah um, i i think chad's right on this one that game was like boring when i played it <laughs> <laughs> well hate is such an angry word <laughs> I maybe say, i just, I just embrace your with personality it. now you said you're embracing embracing <laughs> like the, the emperor hate. palpatine <laughs> embrace the hate uh yeah i don't really want to play it so I, i'd rather play race I don't know why, but I mean, when we played it, I just was like, well, you don't, do you okay. even like race? I like race, but once again, it's okay. Right. But I would say it left your collection, right? I still have race. Okay. okay. Um, you know, I, they're just okay games to me. Nothing that's mm-hmm. spectacular or whatever. But like I said, once again, though, I've only played Roll once. Maybe that's another game that I got to give another shot to. I mean, if you're not big on race, you're really not going to be big on Roll. Hmm. I don't think it's, I mean, obviously, if race isn't, I'm guessing race is not in your top 50. If race isn't in your top 50, it's not like Roll is going to change anything about that. You know what I'm saying? I Even with you. the expansion. I'm with you. Yep. But I love it. Roll for the Galaxy, my number 24. 
My number 23 has already been mentioned last podcast, and it's a game that is, for good reasons, near and dear to all of our hearts, apparently. And that is Brussels 1893. Again, it's just a great mix of mechanisms, not just in the area control and auction and worker placement, but also in that set collection, which I don't usually like, but the way that it does set collection and you kind of move that market around for the art pieces as you're acquiring them or selling them is is even interesting too and the way that you can kind of mess with people in that way and and mess with what they're going to get when they try to sell their art pieces i just really enjoy this game this was one of the first games chad taught me see there was there was a few rules wrong but that's okay um it's still no matter what even with that i fell in love with it bought it immediately this amazing game so yeah great game All right, my number 23, (laughs) Brussels, 1893. All right, my number 23 is making dresses, making suits, and making decorations. And that's good old Rococo. This game is just a fun game. I just enjoy it every time I play it. It's fun to try to decide on which, you know, what dress to make, when go get the thread, go get the lace. Um, it's fun to try to pick out which cards you want. I really like the fact that you you don't shuffle your deck. You get the choice of those, but then once you've used them, it might take you a cycle to get back a certain card. And I like how the cards are, you know, got the apprentice and you got the uh, journeyman and then you got the master that they can do different things. Just everything about the game, just I really enjoy it. I don't think it's all that, like, amazingly deep or a heavy game it's just kind of a fun game and for the most part this is one of those games that most people that have played it they'll most of the time be like yeah that's kind of a fun game yet you know maybe it's not like oh my god it's amazing but it's still just a solid good game i'm surprised it's that high for you actually i was too actually i was not expecting it to be that high Mm. no kidding i i I really like the game obviously and it was on my list but i I was surprised you put it this high but it is it's a very enjoyable game i i always have a good play of it are you gonna get the uh eagle griffin version no even i mean no it's gonna give you the jewelry expansion and no well, okay. maybe if Evil Griffin sends me a free copy, I'd take it. <laughs> maybe, Evil Griffin. for your 23 <laughs> games, you want the expansion. Uh, no. Or do you not? I, I the expansion the ex- doesn't really make a difference for I you. I played the expansion one time, which and Chad has it, and I thought it was okay. But, I mean, if I'm really dying to play it, Chad will let me borrow any of his games. So. Or are you going to keep it? Because aren't you, you're getting a new one, aren't you? I am actually not. Oh my! What's good job, Chad. Here? Chad, good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, are you there getting you go. Kanban? Uh, yes, definitely getting Kanban. Mm. God, it's so expensive. Holy wow! It is, but I didn't go in for the metal cars. It just. But still, it's a hundred dollars plus twenty dollars for shipping. It's a hundred twenty-five dollars. That's standard Eagle Griffin big box. Yeah. I'll sell you my copy of Kanban for eighty. I have a <laughs> copy of Kanban already. Oh my God! Oh, just, that hurts me. It hurts me, Chad. I just like that. I just like I I, I you, that, you like that one deluxes. I want to have here here's the reasoning on that to get off topic for a second here here's the reason the board is going to be much clearer the iconography is going to be better that is the reason cuz that first board is kind of a mess you know I mean even if you really like the game that first board is kind of a mess and it looks a little bit overwhelming 
and I I'm I'm looking forward to something that's a little bit easier to teach. Fair well, enough. All right, there you go. Yeah. So well, anyways, back to where we were talking, and I'll finish it off. That was my number twenty three, Rococo. Uh, my number twenty three was on Chad's list uh, last episode, and that is Tammany Hall. And yeah, look how high that is. I yeah, love it. I love I love Tammany Hall, and this has slipped just a little bit. This was uh, like close it was outside of my top 10 still but it was closer to my top 10 i think last year and that's just because i haven't been able to play it that often we got old grumpy pants over here hey i said i'd play it again <laughs> old grumpy pants. <laughs> this needs a re- i think tammany hall needs a reprint but like like a richie endorsed reprint like like richie on the front cover <laughs> like, with a, like a top hat like, and like a dice you, tower excellence yeah. but a richie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know i approve this have, mean game instead of instead of boss tweet it needs to have like Richie in top hat and tails. Oh, he'd look good. He'd I know. Look good. Oh man. Yeah, it's a great game. I love. I mean, I love being the mayor and handing out the roles, but I also like. I want to get a role as I well. Know. So it's yeah. it's a, I, yeah. I just love that whole mechanism and dynamic of of the whole area control and the the politics and all that stuff. But yeah, great game. Nice backstabby game. Let's, let's get it back to the table again right, here. Let's so. do it. All right. So that is my number twenty three, Tammany Hall. My number twenty two, Morfeld. Some multi use cards. It is. Brutal. Bruges. So a lot of people don't like Bruges, but I I actually really enjoy enjoy it. I know that sometimes you are looking for a certain color and all the praying in the world won't bring it out of that deck. So there is a bit of luck in this game, but I still really enjoy the, the multi-use cards in this game. And um, I, I really like it. I have the expansion too, because that's important to me because it makes the canal building a little bit more important and even with the rest of the game. But I'll play it regardless. I've cooled on it a little bit. Now, I sold mine just when it was at the height of, you know, being able to sell the, the game and the expansion for a high price. And I was a little sad about it, but Jessica doesn't like the game. That's why I was fine selling it, especially for the price that I got for it. But I've been playing it on, they added it to Yukata.de. I've been playing it on there, and I've had a couple games where I just can't get my card. And that's, and then I just lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that, that has irked me a little bit. I totally understand. Mm. Now, see, this is one, my wife loved this game, and I still sold it and got rid of it. Same thing, you know know with the expansion yeah good money for it it was one of those games when i the first like four or five times i was like this game's a lot of fun and then it just went to this game's pretty lucky you know you got to draw the right cards and you get the right characters that kind of bolster your things you're going and then i was like yeah there's just not a lot more left for me in that game and so that's why it just kind of dropped uh you know off for me but i know especially here in in our you know local omaha community a lot of people love this Mm -hmm. this is probably one of their favorite felds well i can like i said i can completely respect that but multi-use cards are always going to be high for me and uh, this game does it and it doesn't in a way that i like so that's my number 22 bruges okay my number 22 is the only Rosenberg game that I have on my list and has dropped quite a bit. I believe this used to be in my top 10, but it has dropped down a little bit and that is La Havre. Still love it. Still a great game, but once again doesn't make it back to the table and very much anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of dropped in that way and it's enjoyable and I still like it. I mean 22 is still very high considering the number of games I've played in my lifetime. I only want to play it with two I, I just don't want to play it with more players because I just I, it takes too long and I don't I don't know and then I got to feed too many people I don't know what it is but for some reason but 
all the bad things aside, this game is great in the fact that every turn you're doing something fun. You're taking a cool worker placement spot that's getting you something, or you're taking a whole bunch of grain or a whole bunch of fish or some cattle, and then you're always getting to make baby cattles and making great. You know, it just has a lot of fun stuff going on in this game. Yeah, at the end of it, it all really comes down to who can ship the most steel, which is another reason why maybe it's it's gone down a little bit for me, but still a great game. I would, if I got more plays of this game, it would be on my list. It's not unfortunately but i i just want to play it more i i haven't gotten to in a quite a long time but i know it's one of his best ones yeah it's, i mean i sold my copy a long time ago uh, just because jessica wasn't into it and i had the app so i can just play it on there but yeah i mean it's a good game but i mean i would play at three i, I, think it I would play well at it three. at three but yeah i i've played most of it my most of the times at two so i, I can't say for 100 percent. but every time i played it at three it just seemed to drag a little drag bit, a little bit. could have been yeah. people i was playing with too but so anyways that is my number 22 la Havre. uh my number 22 this was on clef's list last Last episode and he uh, predicted that i love this game and i do and that is ohm and this wow. is a game that once again the theme with my list uh, and i'm telling you publishers put your games online is that well i love this before it was online but now that it's online i can play it even more so it, it just keeps moving up and i love that mechanism up there i love the boat mechanism where you're trying to get to the different districts and the the seals that you get where you can claim a district and get points off of people uh, i mean it is just the kind of perfect middleweight 45 to 60 minute euro so yeah if you have not checked it out check it out you can probably get it for like nothing because it did not do that well in the grand scheme of things but great game and that is all i'm surprised i thought i didn't think it would, you'd like it this high but i knew you'd liked it it's but. been climbing it's yeah, been climbing I, I can't argue with you it's a solid great game okay well my number 21 has gone through a bit of a sea change for me in the last year because i've gotten to play it more and i'm not as intimidated by it and i i'm not sure i think it might be but yeah i think it's probably the highest what's your game game on my list now so I have I have Madeira at uh, number twenty one. So, that is a jump. Yeah, I I got to play it a few times with Joe, uh, a local listener, and i i started to I started to get in the flow of it more. I started to see what's great about it. I'm really excited for the expansion that is going to come out. Uh, I I really I do enjoy the game. I I said earlier that I think Nippon is a more elegant game. It's by the same designers, Nuno and Paolo. But I I like what what's going on in Madeira. I like the planning that takes place. It kind of reminds me, that long-term planning kind of reminds me of a splatter game in that way. Uh, more to come for me later. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know I liked it. It was on my list last episode. All right. So that's my number 21, Madeira. All right. My number 21 is another 2019 game that has jumped up this far. And this is a game that came out of left field for me. Never would have even have known if you guys didn't buy this game and sit down and make me play it. I would have had no idea how amazing this was. Uh, from one of my favorite designers, Cole Worley. <laughs> uh, I joke, but um, but that is PAX Premier. I mean, the wow. second edition, excuse me. Yeah, PAX Premier, second edition, never played first edition. So this game is amazing. I mean, it has some of the just some unique gameplay that I'm not, it's, it's a little bit different than my normal, you know, 
Euro-y type of games that I play, and I just really enjoy it. I love the, you know, what can I do on my turn to to win? And then everybody else is trying to do the same thing, and then they're trying to say, how can I not have you win? I remember the last game that we played over at Jake's, it was me, you, and Jake, and it was uh, Andy. Andy, yep. And oh my goodness, that, it was that was a fun so game. Oh, fun. It was, really it was fun so game. close. Um, I don't even remember who won that game, Richie. Do you? It wasn't me. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Whenever he asked that, you know what the <laughs> yeah, answer is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that wouldn't, I seriously wouldn't even have made a difference. The game was so much fun. Yeah, no, it was a lot of that fun. That it was just back and forth and so close, and everybody was so close to winning. It was just, it was, and I, just an amazing game, and I, I can't wait to play it more. One thing, when you talk about that game, one thing that comes to mind is you always had want to play a game a bunch right and not get sick of it and that game there's so much openness to the system and it really depends on who you're playing with and how they're playing and that affects the play so much but it it's also not a fragile game as some others that can be like that are it's just that there's so much to do and and to play the player in the system that it just repeated plays are great you're always discovering something yeah i feel like we're going to hear from this later down the road you never know yeah i don't know i'm just this would be so far, my biggest surprise that's on your list. This is I, was not expect- I was not really? expecting to be oh, yeah. this high. No. And there's one thing I can't get burned out on this game because I don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the very few that you both own and I do not. <laughs> so that was my number 21, PAX Premier Second Edition. All right. My number 21, it has slipped a little bit. I think this might have been in my top 10 last year. I did not double check. Uh, but. Uh, this is Viticulture, and with the Tuscany expansion, I always have to say that because i not just base Viticulture. I have to have that expansion in there. And, I mean, everyone knows this game. Worker placement, you're making wine, you've got the, with the big expanded map, you have the structures and the all the other different modules that you can play with. And I think really it's just because other games have pushed it out. Not necessarily that I dislike the game any more. There's just been a lot of games that have kind of started pushing this down my list. But still, still a great game. Uh, still one that I like to get to the table, and that's Viticulture. A great game. Yep, totally agree. Solid great game. Expansion is needed, but great game. My number 20 is one that's been on my list before. It's a, another game that has a really great mix of mechanisms, including the way that the auction works. It's not a pure auction game because there's some pickup and deliver, and there's some worker placement. The cool thing is you can use other people's buildings, but that's a reason why. I would not want to play this at the highest player count, which is six, but it is Keyflower. Keyflower is a great game for me because I really love that mix of of your meeples where you're bidding on a tile and you can hold back some meeples sometimes and mess people out of a tile because you wait until they've spent what you think are maybe their color uh, where they can't go in on a tile with you and then you've got it and then they have to try to use your tile if they want to. But again, like I said, with that higher player account then you have to keep track of what everybody's got in front of them and that gets hard to see but again i would i haven't played reef encounter but i would call this richard breeze's best for me i don't know why it it just has kind of dropped off my radar i still think it's a great game it's still wonderful it just hasn't made it back to the table in quite a long time for me and i, I can't exactly say why it's in the the 70s for me and it, i would say it's actually climbing because i finally got to play with the expansions which i really mm. enjoyed especially the merchants expansion which i think much better than the really farmers like yeah okay. the farmers was cool. just meh 
whatever. I do that. Okay. But the the merchants, I think you would actually like a lot, Clef, and this might might start climbing back up for you. Okay. So that's my number 20, Keyflower. My number 20 is by really one of our favorite designers, and I believe Richie's favorite designer, and that is Mr. Alexander Fister, and this is going to be Mombasa. Love it. I mean, it's a great game. It's a great, you know, it's got a little bit of worker placement. It's got hand management. It's got stock kind of, you know, shares where you're trying to go up tracks. I think there's something to do with books or something in it. I, I, say, I don't I think remember. You've come, you've come uh, around a little bit I on have, the books I've, now. I've tried the books, and yeah. uh, especially when you use the expansion. I mean, it works. Yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. That, Very viable works with well. the expansion. But solid game. I just, every time I play it, I just enjoy myself immensely playing it. The thing about Mombasa is anybody who really knows how to play the game correctly knows that you could beat anybody with a book strategy if you really know how. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. <laughs> oh. All right. So there is my number 20, Mombasa. All right, my number 20, I think it's, it's been on my list for the last few years now, and it's a game that nowadays I play a lot just on the app, but Jessica's one of her favorite games, so we'll play this together, uh, two-player, and that is Suburbia. And I think I might actually prefer it like at two or three, just because there's a lot going on, a lot that you got to keep track of. With Suburbia, this is far and away uh, my favorite from Bezier Games. Uh, I just love the interaction of all the different tiles, the fact that you have to pay attention to all the different cities. I love the uh, the second or the first expansion for it that added the board. Orders. That makes it fantastic, but great little game. Plays quickly. That is Suburbia. My number 19 is another Feld. Not quite the highest Feld, but it is close. Castles of Burgundy. We've talked quite a bit about it. It's the quintessential Euro for couples, and I think... You know, you can play this at, at, at three. I don't always want to play it at four. The argument for it at three is the same argument, actually, for Grand Austria Hotel, which is to say more of those tiles are going to come out and you'll be able to use more strategies and not be uh, handcuffed to certain strategies based on not getting to see those certain tiles, in other words. But I still I, I really like it at two because it moves quick and it's fun. And the combos are great, like Clef said. Yeah. My friend Dan will will not play this unless he plays it four players because he's like, what if I go with a strategy and I'm looking for that certain tile and it doesn't come out? So I was like, all right. I mean, that's each of their own on that thought process. But yeah, I do see what you're saying there. Yeah. I, I have played a four-player game of this with Dan, and it was a speed play at Great Plains Gaming Festival. It was a four-player game. The other two people didn't really know how to play, and we kind of pushed the game, and I lost with a score of 235. Dan won wow. with like two, I think he got in the 250s. He, he's played it a lot, especially at four players, so he's probably pretty, pretty good at it. So. Cool. That's Castles of Burgundy, my number 19. My number 19 is a game that just got a brand new expansion, and I got to play this expansion today, and that is Heaven and Ale. Wow. Holy cow, that's high. <laughs> I know, but it's <laughs> so worth it. I just kept thinking to myself, do I want to play this game? No, and I'm like, no, I love Heaven and Ale. It just is so much fun. I just really enjoy the puzzle of, you know, where do you stop? What do you grab? When do you stop and do a scoring tile? How do you, you know, money is so tight. How do you keep in money? But yet, how do you, you know, move up your scoring track? Everything about it just is enjoyable 
to me. And including, I love that feeling of, oh my God, please don't take my place. Please don't take my spot. Please don't take my, oh, Hugh, you know, or oh man, you know, I love that feeling of, you know, being able to go as far as you want to. It's just so good. I just can't say enough about how much I like this just game. full of surprises today. I know. I'm shocked. Did this, Clef, did this expansion come with real beer? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I do have a, a question about the expansion. So okay. usually you want to score like earlier. Early and often, just so you can tr- start triggering those cards. Like, even okay. if it's not necessarily sure. beneficial to you. Okay. So, like, does this kind of change that dynamic a little bit? Or Honestly, I mean, I, I just got in the one play today, and it was with somebody who doesn't really know the base game all okay. that well. Okay. So, it was it's hard to say after just that one play. But it, it felt like, to me, it wasn't, it didn't affect the actual base game. It just kind of added a little just bit more it. to it. Okay. Because uh, it's, honestly, the, the entire expansion, I mean, there's no, there's no, no new barrels. I mean, they didn't add any new barrels. They're still all the same ones. All they did was add this, basically these kegs and bales that you need to move this cart around this rondelle, and then you drop these things off and you, and you get points for it. That's all it is. So it did, to me, so far, at least if I was out on a limb here, I would say it's not an essential for the game. Okay. That's my gut, gut feeling. More to come later. All right. Well, I'm excited to play it. All right. That's my number 19 heaven and ale all right my number 19 i only play this game with one person and he's sitting across from me so something happens to, something happens to you chad i'm gonna i don't know what i'm gonna do about it but that is uh <laughs> matai and i oh my number 19 i think my highest like pure card game on the list it, this is a I, I i did reprint glory to rome so i am gonna get a chance to try that i i did a you know the printer studio printed out cards printed out boards so i'm gonna get to try that but I don't know. I just I'm so comfortable with this game now that I don't even know if that's going to you know supplant this. But just I love the the card play, the quick snappy card play. It is a bear to get into this game, even though now that I know it, like the the rules aren't even that hard. It's just it's it's such a wacky game compared to what you're used to when it comes to card games. And it yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I think we did we did play a three player game, didn't we, with Josh? Yeah, like we did do that yeah. once. Yeah, uh, and that was even enjoyable. Sure. So yeah, yeah, maybe I'll have to work on Josh. Get him. Uh, there we go. Up to speed, so I can get more games. Just in case I die or something. I I need. Yeah, I need a. Gotta have a backup plan. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) backup plan. You know, somebody on our Slack channel. I think it might have been Jamie. He said that he just taught it either to his grandmother or his mother. I can't remember, but the point is, she was not. She was or is not a gamer, and he taught it to her, just teaching her the rules, but not using the powers on the cards the first time. And he said that that went pretty well so obviously if you play the game you know there's going to be something big missing but mm-hmm. there's going to be enough to pay attention to as a first timer that that's plenty when you're yeah. first learning it so yeah, that might smart. be the way to try to teach it yeah i mean well my grandmother's no, no longer around but if she was and i tried to teach her this game we know what game we'd be playing at christmas <laughs> there you go that, yeah. what's, Instead what's of wrong handing with out- you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. richie you got yourself a page yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my number 19 matai and i my number 18 is another vital lacerda game it is vinos the death spiral and it's got to be with the bank it's got to be with the bank obviously the bank. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. i i still like you know tools art with it you know is it better than the original version no i just prefer it you know but i love the game i love that extra step of planning that that bank takes to try to figure out how to do what you want to do you start to feel a lot of tension when you drop behind in that wine fair that you're that you wonder if you're going to be able to make it up the next round and try to try to get in there and you're trying to manipulate the wine experts to help you out it's a great 
great little game. Yeah. I actually remember, too, when I was first getting into gaming and I thought, I have viticulture. I don't need another game about wine. And you see a lot of people on Facebook and stuff say that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. It's just it's so different. It doesn't matter what the theme is. What you're doing is is very different. Both are are great games, but I was so glad when I pulled the trigger on this game. It's just outside of my top 50, but it's yeah, my second and, favorite Lacerda. Yeah, and obviously I just talked about it not too long ago in our last, uh, the, it was like 25, 26, somewhere in that range for me. Yep. My 18, Vinos. Alright, my number 18 is, uh, well, this, this is where, Richie, if you die, I'm in trouble because <laughs> you're the only one who plays this game with me oh we might be able to talk about our 18s at the same time Ooh, really this would be we a might. special crossover all right is, <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll, start with we'll, an s it starts with an s i know second it. second word starts with an m it starts with, here we go you there guys it, is. <laughs> it is santa, santa maria, maria. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> we're ignoring chad yeah, and his i don't even know what chad said i'm not I mean, his game is awesome. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't understand why this is not no, more... No, it, it needs more love. I don't get it. It's so yeah. good. I mean, the amazing dice drafting. I mean, dice drafting is awesome. The tile laying, you're trying to fill up your board and get better actions. Um, you know, I suppose the theme is pretty yeah i mean that's whatever. the theme is boring yes sure the game doesn't look that great those happiness points look terrible they're they're creepy. i don't care they're yeah. creepy they don't care the game they, is amazing yeah. yeah the game's fantastic just planning out like setting up your board and just triggering those actions and setting up an engine that just gets you it is such a good game it is one that it, it needs more love we, we taught joe he yeah. loved it yeah i did joe did like it we need to teach chad when he's not half asleep every time Something. we try to teach him it's it's yeah. been late he, i don't and this should be a game <laughs> this that should chad be a loves. chad game yeah, yeah. it has uh, i don't all the it. mechanisms that he would love in it people i'm telling you if you have tried to stay away from this game for some reason don't listen to other people the game is very very good uh i, I like it with the expansion but not necessary no nope, not essential i mean the coco is nice uh yep. well you can play modules and there's different things that you can play with but not necessary no uh if you play with the governor wait just have a mind yeah. cramp the entire <laughs> game but but an amazing great yeah game so our our, our number 18s yeah. number 18s santa, santa maria. maria that was in sync and everything <laughs> 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 Number 17, I think it's going to surprise you guys, but these thing, these two games were just neck and neck, bumping up, up against each other when I kept rearranging. And I, I did this the old-fashioned way with note cards because I've done the pub meeple thing, and sometimes I feel like they miss some of the head-to-heads. You know, when you're combining every game, I feel like they don't always combine certain ones. So I just sat there with the note cards and rearranged and rearranged. And these guys were bumping heads back and forth and back and forth. But my number 17 is On Mars. Oh, wow. It just... Wow. Yeah. It, debut. Yeah. Wow. It just beats out Vinos just, just right now because I just... I like I like what it's doing. I like all the interactions of space and racing to get some of the certain upgrades and trying to leave people behind with the shuttle sometimes and trying to use other people's technologies but still not, you know, not doing something that's going to necessarily hurt them. But you you hate watching them move that up the up their track because that's points for them. I, I, there's so much about this game to like and so much more to explore. I just really enjoy it right now. Great game. And I'm looking forward to playing some more of it, too. I yeah. Can't I, fault I, for I think that. Pick. keep climbing up the list. I think I'll yeah. eventually pick it up as well. 17 on Mars. All right. So my number 17 is another dice drafting game. Not that you draft very many dice in it, but then it also has has some great multi-use cards and uh, just a lovely little engine that you can start to work with. And I just always enjoy this game. And that's Lagranha. Hmm. 
I, I like this game a lot. I have every time I have played it, I enjoy it. Um, as I said, it's got great multi-use cards where you can either improve your farm or you can, you know, build fields or you can put these carts that give you points and stuff, or you can get these really cool helper abilities. So it's, you know, tough to decide, you know, kind of what you want to do and, uh, with a card, you don't get very many cards in the game. So you got to be real careful of what you do. Uh, it's got a little bit of area control out on the board with the market. And then you've got these tracks that you can kind of also work on to get then special abilities. So like I said, it kind of is an engine builder also. I don't know. I just, this is one of those games that I just really, really enjoy playing it. Well, I definitely want to play it again. I, I got rid of my copy. I haven't played it since like 2016. So it was pretty early on in my gaming career. I think I played it with Chad. And yeah, I just, I want to try it again. Uh, just because you know, everyone goes on on and on about it. And now that my tastes have changed quite a bit, I would I definitely want to play it again. I, I would feel like this would be a game that you would enjoy. So, yes, I, I would like to show it to you again, definitely. The tucking card mechanism is very much Carl Chuddick, and I really enjoy that part the most. And then the dice drafting is really great, too. My only ding on it for me is just, for whatever reason, the area control a la whatever that Druid game is by Feld, one of the few that I don't care for, it, it does that, and I, I just don't care Luna? for it. Yes, Luna, thank mm. you. It does the area control mechanism a la Luna, and I, See, I just don't care for you, it. You literally don't... I've, I've won games where... You, I just ignore going out to there. You know, I just concentrate on other things mm. to score points. You don't have to do it. Oh, I totally agree so, with you. I just I just don't care just, for that mechanism in the game. That, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, another game that has come from that, um, our good friend Jason Dinger, you know, he made Captains of the Gulf that had very similar mechanisms with that those cards. Um, and that, that was one of those games that just barely missed my uh, top 50 was Captains of the Gulf, which I really enjoy. Really cool card mechanism. I like that a lot That in that too, because it, it feels even more personal souping up your boat than than your farm in Lagranja, you know what I mean? Like when you are slotting cards into your boat, it, it just feels like, oh, I built this this really cool boat that does this yeah. specific thing. And and so yeah, I, I love that in Captains of the Gulf. Yeah, absolutely. But so uh that was my number seventeen, Lagranja. Uh my number seventeen I won't go on too long about because I'm sure we're gonna hear a lot about it later. Uh but this is a Fister game. Uh, one of my favorites, obviously, and that is Great Western Trail. Uh, and this is one that's been just climbing up the list, uh, especially with the expansion. I love the expansion, even though I mean, it definitely changes your focus. It, it changes everyone's focus to that uh, that auxiliary of getting the buildings out. But I guess I don't really care about that because it, it allows you to kind of set up other combos with depending on how the uh, the different tiles come out. But yeah, uh, Great Western Trail, fantastic game. And like I said, I think we'll hear about it later as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just on your real quick, what you said there, definitely a different feel when you do play with the expansion because I've gone back and mm. played it is just the base game. And it definitely does have a little bit different feel. Uh, maybe later we'll hear about the other expansion that's uh, come out for it. Okay, maybe just come out in my own oh, mind. Yes, that's right. My special player. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, we're, we'll get there later. <laughs> <laughs> that is my number 17, Great Western Trail. My number 16, The Last of the Felds, Trajan. I know that this one can be a little heads down, multiplayer solitaire in some ways, and it is a bunch of mini games, but I just really enjoy the Mancala mechanism in this on the rondelle. That's that's really what it's about for me. There's a lot of other stuff that you can interact with, but finding the combos in that Mancala and manipulating that is really what's satisfying. Anything that even tries to do something like it hasn't hasn't done anything as as good as it does 
with that Moncala yet. So I, I, we played, what was the TMG game about the Templars, Knights Templars that you just really didn't like? No, you Crusaders. 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 Yeah. I understood what they were trying to do with Crusaders, but it was nowhere near as interesting to me because there weren't the combos. There wasn't the tightness uh, of feeling. I liked trying to feel squeezed by putting together those combos. And that's what Trajan does really well. I, I, I love the game. I still do. I mean, it made my top 50. I still really enjoy it. This is one that Richie's just wrong on. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You can't like them all. No, you can't. <laughs> Trajan, my number 16. Uh, my number 16 was mentioned not too long ago here by Richie, and uh, this is the one that uh, Chad just first showed me, and that's Brussels 1893. And I fell in love with this game from the moment that I played it. It's got a, you know, a, basically kind of a worker placement, but yet it's also kind of a an auction in a way because you're putting up money and you can put how much money you want. And But if you win a row, you get, you know, certain bonus abilities, but it also has a little bit of like area control where you're trying to get around the kind of the four cards to get to score there. And yet you've still got all these other cool things that you can do and you've got the uh, worker placement slots on the actual board too. It just everything just for me really works around this game. It's one of the few Euros that five players is really kind of where I want to play it because it's just the most fun, even since it does scale really well because, you know, the board shrinks with the less people. I just love this game, and this is one that's going to be a mainstay for me for a long time. So that's uh, Brussels, 1893. All right, so my number 16, I do not have to worry about a three-way crossover, although this is one of class favorite designers and that is root old cole Worley. and this is i mean the past atb con the the that nine hour game of root has really kind of pushed this game up and got me more excited to play it especially playing it with people that know the game well it's kind of like arkwright where i don't necessarily want to sit through a teach and watch other people learn the game but if there are people around that know the game well and just want to jump in there and play with a new faction or whatever then this is a fantastic game uh, just got in the latest expansion uh, that adds a new map that has a big lake in it and a little raft that you can take your people around on you have the moles you have the crows fantastic fun game and that is root remember how i teased a story from last episode oh yeah the one that we're supposed to get in a month mm, well you want a little early you want it now yeah let's have it now don't tell me you played root again without me i played root again <laughs> i <laughs> hate <God>. you <laughs> uh dan you know pulled out the new map with the with the raft and the lake and you know and dan's like come on clef please please <laughs> my like, gosh okay. dan can get him I, to I, use I, crazy I tell you. so my wife was there and mason was there and so i was like okay you know my my wife was actually intrigued because obviously the little pretty oh your little, wife would hate this game so no my wife's no? a lot meaner than you okay, think even okay. since i agree she usually doesn't like a lot of player interaction but i, I sometimes certain games it will will hook her for some reason i don't know and mason obviously loves this game so once again that was not just dan but mason was asking too so i was like you know what okay it's a different map what we'll see so dan's like here play the moles which is a new the new that's a new one that's a new one that seemed tougher for uh so so, if you're not familiar with it well you know i'm familiar with it rude already (laughs) well it's very true but if you're familiar with root like a slow burn of a faction it is it's a little bit and and honestly i thought it was a little bit more easier for it was a little bit more my play style okay because 
you one of the things is is you got uh, some of the parts I don't remember, but you basically when you played a card, it was more like you revealed the card and then you got the card back. So I liked that a little bit better because it was like I didn't have to just completely rely upon a random draw. And then the other thing I liked it was I just kind of like huddled around my cardboard because you you just don't want your cardboard pieces to get destroyed. And I just really kind of huddled in areas and then just slowly put these. Oh goodness, I can't remember what they're called but some sort of these leader, squire, noble yeah, things, like, you know? Almost like council members or something yeah, like that of so, your... And I enjoyed my play. <laughs> wow. Okay, wait, did you win? <laughs> yes. See? But that didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> I don't I believe it. I enjoyed the play of it because I think because the faction I enjoyed a little bit better. It was okay. more my style. I never battled one time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I had people attack me, but I never yeah, battled yeah. ever. Um, I just kind of huddled and just let my cards kind of do their, do the work. And I, so I just feel like maybe it was just a little bit more my style. I don't know. I, I can't say exactly what it was, but it definitely, and so I have to, I, I promised I would say, it has to move up from a one because I did not have a miserable <laughs> wow. time playing it. He's so, changing every rating. So, he will have changed every rating by the time this podcast <laughs> hey, is over. You know what? I'm just saying, I, I it was not as bad as some previous plays. I'm telling you, I, he's I, full so, of surprises. Did you, <laughs> okay, do you remember when he was earlier in the podcast just saying like he, you know, it, that I was wrong and you know he had the one play but I was wrong I just I mean now we can just say that you know Clef just doesn't know how he feels about about it yeah yeah (laughs) so it's no longer a one no longer a one but are you giving it a number now or no you're gonna wait on that uh because obviously you're gonna play it some more now I I honestly said I think I would be intrigued to try to play it maybe a couple more times I I thought it was at least intriguing all right well let's Uh, let's finish out this podcast (laughs) maybe we can get Cole Worley to talk to us now yeah (laughs) I'm really just doing this so Chad can talk to Cole Worley Oh, so uh, anyway, in all fairness, he has never he has never said he wouldn't talk to us or anything like no, that. No, no, I'm totally joking. <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I'm but not, I, I thought that might did. be a good time to, to share that story. Of, I'm glad uh, we didn't yeah. have to wait a month. And it is I'm excited about yes, that. It has moved up from a one. All right, I just don't know where yet. Okay. <laughs> all right, that is root. My number sixteen. My number fifteen is a train game, but it's a train game about points, 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 points. It is Russian railroads. This game just feels good. I mean, this game feels good because of points. There is something that hits your amygdala or your limbic system, or I've forgotten my brain anatomy, but it it just feels good in your brain because it showers you with points and you just keep moving around that that point track. And at some point you're at, you know, 300 and some, and and you just look at that and you look at this little railroad you built. It just feels good. So Russian Railroads is a great game. I just started this game up on uh, whatever that site is, Board Game Arena, Arena with uh, with Patrick and, and Jason mm-hmm. uh, from Arizona, and then Scott from, I don't know where Scott lives. Do you know where Scott lives? Somewhere cold, because- I'm pretty sure, I, I need to be paying more attention, but he's a Pittsburgh fan and a, pe- okay. a Penguins so fan, so range. yeah, I think he's um, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're playing, and we got our own little Slack channel, you know, for who mm-hmm. wins turn, and uh, both Jason and Patrick the other day uh, shot us pictures of them out at the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, they were like, yeah, I'm by the pool. And I'm like, yeah, I'm by the 
giant snow pile. And then I text him a picture today of it, negative six degrees that, yeah. when it was this morning. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. even without, that was without wind chill. Yeah, no. flat, 24 six. with yeah. the wind chill. It was, it was pretty bad. So, uh, but we're playing bass regular Russian railroads, which it's been a while since I've played just the bass one. As I said earlier, last episode when I talked about it, you know, I've mostly played German and American here lately. So it's kind of fun to get back to the, yeah, the original because still back good. to the bass. Yeah. Well, after that though, you should. Push them over to Yukata because that has the German railroads. Mm. Yeah, German's my favorite, but I'll still play bass no matter what. So that is my number 15 Russian railroads. All right. My number 15 is one of the highest climbers on my list since the last time I did a top type of game. I don't know if I can handle any so, more surprises, Clef. I don't think you're going to be surprised by this <laughs> one. This one, I, th- I think you know, um, this is really getting to be kind of sad. I really, maybe no one should listen to my first opinion because the first time I played this game, <laughs> I did not like it at all. Now, partly due to a very, very missed rule in the game. Um, But since then, I have played this game a number of times and I absolutely love everything about it. And that's Age of Steam. I love the the very tight auction of of the player of, of, you know, first player and then getting to choose those different which actions you choose. And I love how, you know, it's mean. I mean, it's really like if if you don't if you take too many shares and then you just don't quite get the right cubes to move and get the right income and do the right thing, you can just be out of this game fast and it can really you know it, it, it can be a brain burner and i and i like that and i like the I meanness i am so looking forward to playing different maps of this i'm really hoping uh i'm, I'm heading to uh, uh geekway of the west uh coming up here in june and i know there's some people down there that are big age of steam fans and i'm looking forward to maybe playing some different maps down there uh just you know an enjoyable game obviously chad you've gotten tons of new maps in with the new uh the new printing the new print Yes, absolutely. So. And uh, I've got about four or five Albin Biard maps as well. So those yep. are the paper ones. Yeah, yeah. but there's, I mean, they're they're nice. They're kind of mm. laminated, and like I've got a Santa Santa delivery gift delivery one, and I mean, there's some crazy ones. Yeah. They're great. I, definitely, it's a game that I like at the higher player count. I mean, when I played the two player version, it wasn't exactly what I'm looking for in that game. But you know, uh, but boy, yeah, this with the three, four, or five, and I'm, you know, boy, count me in. Love this game. So that is uh, number 15, Age of Steam. Yeah, not a shocker. I was expecting this to be high. I Because I've been kind of just writing out top 10s for you, too, just when I'm supposed to be working. And I <laughs> <laughs> and w- one of my uh, iterations of your list had this in your top 10. But mm. uh, so I was close. But yeah, now I, I can see I it. Redo it. I can see it making the top 10 one day. Once again, I've only gotten to play this maybe four or five times. And I, I'm, I'm looking for some more plays. You know, my top 10, I've, you know, these, I, those games have been played a lot. So just not quite yet, but it might one day. All right. My number 15 is a Crummer and Kiesling game. Again, and I believe this is my highest one for them, and it is Palaces of Carrara. And this is one where the first time I played it was, once again, with Chad at that Pretzcon that we learned uh, Brussels and Le Grand yeah. and all those uh, games. And we played, I cannot remember the guy's name that we played his copy of. Randall. Randall. Yeah, that's right. And then I went and tried to track down a copy, which was almost impossible. Uh, but I finally found a German copy, which you just got to print off some English rules and you're you're good to go for the most part. It, this is a game where it's kind of you got the rondelle in the, the middle of the board where you're you have these marble blocks where you're building out these cities. This is also one where they have a, a basic mode and an advanced mode. 
I would always suggest playing the advanced mode. And it is a game that I'm a bad teacher in. I, I usually I usually don't put on the brakes. And <laughs> you smoke people, and uh, yeah, this and upon. I'm just not a. I'm not a good teacher. And yeah, I, you know, I don't, some games yeah, you just, just gotta happens. roll people, right? You know, it happens, but it, yeah. it's a pretty straightforward, like medium weight game. So I, I, I usually don't feel too bad about it. And it plays faster than you think it's going to. I'm pretty sure. You know, I kind of watched Richie when we were talking about gaming flaws, and I'm pretty sure that he was. He didn't say it, but he was thinking about saying, "I win too much." Like, oh, no, I lose all the time. <laughs> I was thinking he was going to say, yeah, I, I'm just kind of, I'm really good at certain games and I just, I win too I'm much. I'm good at two games. <laughs> <laughs> this one in the pond. I lose just about everything else. Well, one of the best things to me about Carrara is that you can choose when you want to score certain things. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that mechanism. So cool. You get to choose at your own pace when you want to score certain kingdoms. And that's that's a really uh, genius mechanism right there. Yeah, I just looked it up in the game where he taught me and you, Chad. Uh, his score was 120. <laughs> I had 74 and you had 29. Wait, I had 29? Uh, 29. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful because I played that game before. I <laughs> And that's the thing this game i mean like like chat said you are in control of when you score and and as far as the scoring conditions come out once someone achieves those and they announce that they've achieved them everyone else has one more turn so the game can end out of nowhere if you're not paying attention and you're not moving towards those in-game goals that you need to be hitting uh fantastic game if you can track down a copy uh, i think there's only like a thousand english copies printed so look for a german copy fantastic game to play and that is Palaces of Carrara, my number 15. My number 14, probably going to get some flack because I've only really played this twice, but it just, it, it, it's only because I cannot get a copy. I really want a copy. It's the Great Zimbabwe. This game is, this game is awesome. And it's really hard to choose my favorite splatter, but this game is right up there for a couple reasons. First of all, the taking of the winning conditions. Now we talked about this in antiquity, right? But in this you have a certain number of points that you have to get to in the end of the game. I think it's 20 points. Well, you can take one God that the special the special thing about it is he just gives you minus two points. So now you only have to score 18. But there are a lot of gods that give you super great powers to play with in the game. But then your win condition goes up a few points, four or five points. And so you have to leverage that. And there's so much about using different people's craftsmen and uh, the hubs that are kind of, they're kind of confusing at first the way that that works, but you just, it's so good and it's so well put together into a really tight package. I feel like that to me, once you get the rules down, I feel like moves quicker than some of the other splatter games too. And that's a factor for me. I just love this game. Great Zimbabwe. I'm looking for a copy anyway. I can get it. You a hundred and forty six dollars on BGG. Yeah, cancel cancel Kanban. Yeah, cancel Kanban. You already own Kanban. You already own it. Go get a game you don't have. All right. Well, I'll look at it. (laughs) I'm telling you. I mean, I got my copy. I'm just never going to give mine back to Michelle. She just don't know it. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I, once again, a game that I think potentially will eventually make my top fifty. Just have not had enough plays for it to, you know, make it onto my top fifty. But yeah, it's oh, it's fun and, and really entertaining. You know what else is great about that game? It has great in the title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll all be right. here all my, week, folks. <laughs> number fourteen, the great 
Zimbabwe. All right, my number fourteen was uh, mentioned by Richie earlier, and this is a game that I that I really enjoy, and I've I've loved this for a long time. I do like it best at two players, but uh, would play it at three if 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 it needed be. But that is Grand Austria Hotel. Great dice drafting mechanism. Uh, just everything about it. Tough decisions. Always every time you're ready to go draft a die, it's like, oh, I need that, but oh, I want to do this, and that's what I really love in a Euro game. Um, one of the one of the very few games, and you guys know I'm not a big insert kind of guy. Oh boy, but my insert from uh, Ryan Brockman, the 3D uh, bit space, that insert is so nice because basically, I mean, it's just like pull like three things out and you're almost just ready to play the game. It's so nice. Yeah. I really Fantastic. love that insert. Yeah, it's wonderful. But anyways, uh, great game. So that's uh, that was my number 14 Grand Austria Hotel. All right. My number 14 is Lords of Vegas. Uh, one that actually I missed out on because of the nine-hour game of Root, because I was supposed Jordan had uh, had it set up, and I missed out on that. But this is one of those games where I love playing at the full player count. Uh, the two-player game is not it's not great unless you really no. It's just not great. Don't, just don't do it. <laughs> That's right. <It's> not. <laughs> don't do it. Stop. Full player count, and you you want people that are willing to gamble. I mean, you're you need to treat this like Vegas. But uh, also, one of my favorite mechanisms in the game is the the takeover. Trying to take over a hotel and trying to push in and build your hotel so that it connects to someone else's, and then you can you know let's start rolling those dice. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a fun game. Uh, it's not like it's not deep, but it's also like I wouldn't necessarily recommend this as like a light game because there there are a lot of things that you have to keep track of, a lot of mechanisms in the game, but it's like a solid kind of medium light game, probably for most medium, maybe for like the average casual gamer or so. Did, did we play this one time? Yes, we at played a, it over at my uh, friend Corey's yeah, at, Jensen's at, at Corey's house. house. Yeah. Yes, okay. Okay. but and that was at five or six. Yeah, full six, wasn't it? No, it was five. five? Okay, yeah. but yeah, uh, Lords of Vegas get some real poker chips in there and. Mm, I do fun. remember that. He had nice poker chips. There. I yeah. think, you know, I, I it didn't make my top 50, but I, because there is luck and randomness in this game for sure. However, I will say, and obviously I picked some games with some luck and randomness, but there can be a lot in this game. However, it fits in this game. It fits the theme of the game. And so you really don't care. And sometimes I just want to have a, a whole Vegas day and just play this and, and some of the other you know, kind of gambling Vegas games that are out there. Or or, or just go to Vegas. No, I don't no, want to lose real money. Real money, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass on that. Don't lose. <laughs> just go in. And it even has some like little mini uh, Mayfair promo expansions if you can track them down out there that are hmm. that are actually pretty fun. That will allow you to kind of connect the two areas together and all these union and uh, mob boss rules and stuff like that. But solid game. And that is my number 14 Lords of Vegas. My number 13, similar situation with the uh, Vinos and On Mars. These two duke it out neck and neck, but I had to give this one the the upper hand because it has substantially more plays in my book, and that is Food Chain Magnate. I really, really enjoy Food Chain Magnate. Still, I've gotten the expansion, but I haven't gotten the chance to play it yet. I like the building of your economy and your business structure. I like hiring the employees and the hierarchy that's involved in that. I really enjoy figuring out how to get to those milestones and not get shut out. That can be frustrating at times. It can be frustrating to get somebody doing a marketing strategy before you get to certain houses because you get hosed for that. But all of it still 
really combines for a good time for me. That's that's why it's on this list. I I, I very much enjoy Food Chain Magnate. We I got to play it not too long ago here. Um, yeah, it's it's a solid game. Uh, it can be a game if you're playing with players who really really are smarter than me it can be really tough you know i don't know it's it's varying skill levels make a big difference definitely is yeah that it is a game where i mean you know it's a splatter game i mean there's it's it's a skillful game um but i still you know like right now if you said hey let's play it i'm i'm for it and i'm looking forward to playing with you know modules one through 37 from the ketchup (laughs) expansion i mean there is a lot of modules (laughs) yeah i'm looking forward to trying it out with the expansion i want to play it again i i didn't you know, love it off of the first play. My only concern is, and this is, we're kind of getting into a blackout Hong Kong type situation with the kimchi in the expansion. <laughs> yeah, as far as theme goes, because this is like 1950 American diner. And I, I don't think they're setting up to a, a bowl of kimchi. Let me ask you something. You never once had a problem with the changing of time in bus. So what, what's, what gives? All right, let's move on. She's <laughs> <laughs> a man with strong convictions here. You know, water spoiling and kimchi in the 50s ain't happening. One, one thing I, in America I, in the 50s. <laughs> one thing I will say that's really interesting, the catch-up mechanism that's going to go in this game, I believe that if you miss out on a milestone through marketing or something like that, uh, you will get like a minus distance as sort of a consolation prize. And basically, you you can then you can then market and and deliver closer. So sometimes I think you may may want to miss out so that you get that distance, which would be really interesting in the game too. But I haven't played it yet. I'm really interested and looking forward to it. Mm. That's my number thirteen food chain magnate. That's your third splatter on your list. Wow. All right. Splatter and train games. That's that's yeah. That's what we got chat on the podcast for. All right. Uh, my number 13 is a game that I know we all love. I would assume I have not heard it out of either one of you. So I'm just going on some assumptions here. Maybe may or may not be right, but it is the best game for player powers out there. And that is the voyages of Marco Polo. Chad had it on his, he doesn't, Did he he doesn't even listen to uh, it. I, no, he I really, really doesn't. don't listen at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I mean, still, I mean, you had it in your top 50. Still an amazing, great game. Um, oh, that's right. I do remember you talking about it now. The he travel, doesn't. The whole thing. He doesn't Sorry. really. <laughs> I, I, maybe bits and pieces, at least. Uh, I love it. I love the player powers are great. But even the game itself is just a solid, great game. You know, I'm intrigued to play Marco Polo, too, just simply because I love Marco Polo. So I just figure, you know, it's just another variation of the game. So I'm intrigued in that. But just straight up talking about Marco Polo, just great game. Lots of great decisions. Uh, Plays fairly fast, too. I mean, this is one of those Euro games you can get in and probably an hour to an hour and 15, you know, if people know what they're doing and, and how to play and they're not taking too long. So, yeah, I think it plays fast for us. Mm. I think it I think it might stretch a little bit for most people for most people just because there's a lot of decisions but i suppose when we've played it as much as we have maybe it does make it seem faster i don't know but um the expansions are i wouldn't say there's any expansion that is a must they're fun they're That's fun what I would they say. add some fun if you've played it quite a bit um yeah i love the secret passages is one of my favorites and i also enjoy that extra board mm-hmm. um there's that one part we don't like with the video, oh those yeah power the favors things. or yeah. not favors I like the favors. Uh, it's whatever the one that slots in, and yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah it's no good. Yeah, I, I, not a yes. big one there. 
And, no, uh, it's not the gifts. No, the gifts. We Merchants? like the gifts. It's, it's something. It the, yeah. I think it's the merchant part of the. You got to. You got to pay to take it, and then you can use it for that round, and then yeah, you got to give it, it back. back. I don't know. For some reason, it just seems like too much going on when you're yeah, trying to do we everything else. Forget to to switch them out or switch anything. Them out so and then we just that's stop one of those things. Richie and I have just boom. We don't play with that, but we'll play with Metro NHL. So anyway, so that's my number thirteen: the voyages of Marco Polo. Uh, my number 13 is uh, another three-way crossover, and that is Russian Railroads. We've talked about it quite a bit. This is just a fantastic game. I always play with the German Railroads, and yeah, let's hear uh, what Chad's got for his number 12. My number 12 is just just missed my top 10 here, just outside, and that's Great Western Trail. It's, as we've talked about, it's a great game. Love the hand management. Love the rondelle idea of building a rondelle because you are putting down spots that you can make it longer for people to travel if they've got a different strategy with the buildings and, and such. With or without the expansion, really great game. I might talk about this later. <laughs> and I already talked about it. Yeah, it's a yep. fantastic game. My number 12, Great Western Trail. Uh, my number 12 is, God, this is getting bothersome. A game when I first played it, I didn't like it. And Chad <laughs> said, no, play it again. It's good and you like it. And I said, I don't think I like it. And Chad said, no, you like it. And, gosh, and then it climbed up to number 12. It's Well, I mean, it's been, a, this is a long oh, time been a ago. Long time but, ago. Okay. Um, so once again, I have to say like Chad's right. I, God, that's painful. But anyways, <laughs> this is the uh, Terra Mystica, uh, what, like a baby, you know, like the, the new version of it. <laughs> Terra uh, it's not a predecessor because Terra Mystica is the predecessor. <laughs> the spiritual successor. Spiritual is what successor. <laughs> or baby. Or, or baby, baby. Whatever you would call it. And that is Gaia Project. This game's tremendous. I mean, the player power, you know, each race is so different. I mean, not player power, but, you know, just the races are so different. So every time you play it, you have, you're basically kind of doing something different, even with the same mechanics. I love the tech whole tree. Uh, you know, here recently, I had an opportunity to... And I did take up on that opportunity a chance to play the new expansion from Terra Mystica. And while it was interesting and there's some new stuff with it, it still didn't just I just I felt like I, I really still want to be playing Gaia Project. I just like everything that I do better in Gaia. Yeah. And, and so this is I think the last time I played it was with you when you weren't you still weren't that high on it. Now, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. So I went out and bought it. I got a nice little insert for it so I can get it out quickly. So this is maybe this would be one of those games that we talk about for uh when we're looking back at older games, not that this is that old, but because I, I do want to get this back to the table. Yeah. And the solo play is sort of an automa variant, basically. And mm -hmm. it, it it's interesting with the game as well. It just it takes some figuring out to learn how to play it. But once you do, if you're a solo gamer, Gaia Project solo version variant is really pretty good. Mm. Maybe I might have to try it. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think the other thing, and you know, I think sometimes when you're good at a game, it helps out too. And this is one of those games, I've played it 12 times and I've lost twice. I mean, I just, mm -hmm. I, I win this game and unfortunately I've lost twice to my stupid son. So that's, that's <laughs> only. I stink <laughs> at it. If you ever want to win, you just play me. Yeah, <laughs> no. me as well. But yeah, anyways, I'm terrible yeah. at this so game. That is my number 12 Gaia Project. Uh, my number 12, I think this was also a game that you did not like the first time you played it, Clef. Oh my God, this is... I. And then I think it, you got turned around on it. Uh, it was a, like a three-player game of me, you, and uh, Corey uh, Ackland. And 
That is Twa. I think if I remember correctly, your first couple of plays, you did not enjoy this so much. Um, This one's kind of gone back and forth for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. That's a Twa. This is the predecessor to Black Angel and... Or the baby. Or... No, this would be the oh, the daddy, the daddy, the daddy. daddy. <laughs> Sorry, according, baby. Confused, yeah, according to Clef's math, this would so be the daddy or the mama, whatever. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> and uh, this is the game that has the teeth. This is the game that has attention and is exciting. The expansion is not essential. Uh, this would be I, no part of the expansion essential, except I do like the extra cards. I like the extra cards that go into the, the, the extra activity cards that go into the decks. But like the extra purple die, it's nice to have, but you don't necessarily need it. Um, if you want a meaner game, I'd play without it. And then the, the ramparts where you go around the board is just wacky. <laughs> I don't think you need that at all. But if you've played the game a ton and you just want to mix it up, you know, go for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Twa. I love the player interaction. I love the tightness of the money and just everything about this game trumps uh, Black Angel for me. And that it, that is why it has climbed so high for me. Just the the player interaction that's in this game. Yeah, it's, I love the tightness in this game. I mean, it is uh, you you really have to be on your your toes about what you're doing. I mean, I think not too long ago, me and you and somebody else played a game online, and I like. Didn't even remember uh, Ben, Ben, yeah. and I didn't even know. Yeah, I think there was that was a point where you like had to let off the gas pedal and still beat us by like fifty points or something. I mean, <laughs> well, it was. Yeah, it, the, well, you had like I think you had forgotten. I had forgotten how to play. Rules and and how that to was play, Ben's yeah. first time playing. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, no, solid game. Um, however, I'm with you. I mean, I bought the the ladies of Twa because you remember you messaged me and said you yeah, know Walmart had it for like, it for like 13, thirteen bucks, bucks or yeah. whatever. So I'm like, oh my god, I got it, and it's just sat in a box and hasn't come out since then. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's all that. Oh well, my like I said, it's but... not essential, but... No, but for 13 bucks it might yeah, be. Yeah, it's a good deal if you can yeah, catch it for the $13. Sure. Yeah. All right, so that is Twa, my number 12. Last one for this episode, my number 11. It's might be my last Uva game. It's Fields of Arl. I really like the two-player snappiness of this. I like that it plays relatively quickly i like the openness of it in how you are trying to basically kind of craft your own strategy everything is about getting better at certain abilities by going to these worker spaces so you feel like you really feel like you're honing what you want to do in this game based on the buildings that are going to be out there i like what the expansion does though i have not played it a lot yet but t and trade basically soups up the tea basically can soup up your actions based on what kind of tea and how much of it you have. And that's a, a another really great thing. I haven't played it at three yet, and I'd be curious to because that's what the expansion adds. But all in all, Fields of Arl is a very, very enjoyable play for me every time. Yeah, just missed my top 50 and the expansion definitely, you know, bumped it up for me. Uh, just not enough to make it into the top 50. But yeah, the tea, I love the, you know, the regular tea and the Phrygian tea to kind of soup up your actions is great. And yeah, I definitely want to play it at, at three as well. So we got, you know, to get Cluffin on that. On a game, he'll play one more time. <laughs> right. We'll see. We'll see if we can. Well, if he if he replayed Root twice, <laughs> we can get right. him to play Fields once. once. Yeah, yeah, I no, agree. I, I don't, I didn't mind Fields. I, I just, I just didn't excite me like, oh my goodness, excite me type of thing. But yeah, I if you guys sat down and said, can, let's play three players of this, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm in. I'm in. You got All me. Right. Fields of Arl, my number 11. All right, my number 11 was another game that used to be in my top 10. And this, this pains me, Richie. 
This pains me that it dropped out of the top 10. Can I get but a hint? The, uh, well, I don't know what hint I could give you that wouldn't give it away. <laughs> okay, okay. I will just say, I mean, when I went and did my, you know, my top 50 and I saw that this one just came in at 11, I was like, really? I Have mean, you played this a lot? Really? Like a lot, I've a lot? I've played this a lot. With uh, I've played it the same a group? lot. Um, no, with okay. multiple different well, people I, or anything. No, no, that one, no, 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 not quite yet, but... Um, well, this this may be somebody else's number one in our group. It's not Chad, so we'll see. I don't know. Okay. We've we got okay. a ways to go here, but... I mean, mine, it's number 11. It's not so, like you, yeah, you no, threw it's it out awesome. the top 50. Exactly, yeah. No, and that is still Lorenzo El Magnifico. So, still love this game. Still love the cool card drafting i love the you know the dice is workers but everybody has the same ones i love the uh engine uh building that chad you know has in the game um <laughs> i love everything about this game and tableau building. The, the expand yes <laughs> the tableau building the expansion is makes the game just a hundred times better those player powers and how you get those player powers and hello designers out there why are more people not doing a cool variant on how they do their player powers which is such a cool way to do that of getting to bid for your player powers and then you get less stuff to start the game off with it's just so cool um I I love it. Um, you know, I I even, you know, even after, remember the other day I texted you and I said, should I get the uh, Lorenzo card game? And you said, no, don't do it. <laughs> well, I did, you know, because I <laughs> love Lorenzo. Well, I'm glad you did, because I do want to try it, but yeah, I, I just wasn't going to buy it. Yeah, you know, and I've played it a couple of times, and I mean, it's it's not Lorenzo, but I I found it interesting. You know, oh, it's, it's here? Neat, oh, it's here. Oh, yeah, okay, I, okay. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I can show it to you, but, um, but. The actual base Lorenzo with the expansion, an amazing, amazing game. And, you know, hey, yeah, number 11 is no slouch. What am I trying to say here? Number 11 is good. So that's, there you go. All right. Uh, my number 11 has, has slipped a little bit as well. And once again, it's not necessarily that I like it any less. I think it's just been pushed down uh, by other games. Ooh, I want to guess. Give okay. me a small hint. A small hint. Is it Kemet? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wait for it. You Chad, didn't wait guess? for it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, is it I, is it tramways? You, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess Clef would have a hard time saying this. That's my hint. There's so many that brass? come to mind right now. <laughs> Do you have a hard time saying brass? Well, you I don't know. Birmingham, brass, brass, Bur- Birmingham, or Orleans. Orleans. Oh, I don't have any problem saying Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I wow. am surprised that wasn't in your but top ten. But I am 10. surprised that dropped out of your top ten. It has 10. dropped okay. out of my wow. top ten, and it had been slipping a little bit, and it's. It's mainly just because it, it does not get out all that often. It's tough for me to get it out on the table, but I still enjoy it quite a bit. I still have the, uh, the I mean, the Trading Intrigue expansion is one of my favorite expansions of all expansions that I own, uh, just with that development board that that added in there. I even enjoyed the co-op version that's in there. And I think with this, I actually have too much stuff for it. And sometimes that makes it tough to get some games out and actually get them set up because you just have so much stuff that you're sorting through trying to get out. And sometimes when I look at it, I'm like, uh, I'm just not up to the task to do that. But still a great game. Uh, If you have not checked it out, check it out. And that is Orleans. Yeah, I need to I need to play my copy more often Uh, with that with that uh, expansion, the trade one. Mm -hmm. It just it's good. And I even I even like the co-op, actually. I think the co-op is interesting, too. 
It's a, it was a great game. I, I liked it. Obviously, I got rid of my copy because, yeah, once again, I know if I'm going to play it, I'm probably going to play it with you and your fancy, old, crazy, wonderful copy. I tell you, it was a really nice copy of it, too, is Michelle. Did you yeah, see Michelle's? Yeah, nice little box geek bits. And yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah that's wooden really box nice. and everything is crazy, yeah, that's man. Beautiful. That's, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I might sell my copy and then do what you did with Great Zimbabwe. Do a little borrow action from Michelle and just never give it back. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there, there you go. That's that's the new way we should do it. Just so watch borrow out, games Michelle. From Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all, all right. right, we made it through twenty-five through eleven. Yeah, man, those are Richie. Those are some good games yet on your list, there, buddy. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see what uh, has changed in people's top tens. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do the uh, little thing we did last time with the top 10 and and try to guess each other's and get points for it so we'll see you see who knows who best maybe i'm predicting know. i'm not going to do well in chad's <laughs> i i right all. now have no idea i have yeah. no clue no clue i, I have you, two no you I guys two. you guys will, i got a couple i got three i got three i got three what i think last time we only got like two or three out of chad's we list. don't know what he was doing he was I don't know. that was a lot craziest. of tap dance in that, that episode in there <laughs> and stuff yeah it was the weirdest thing no no, no but uh i mean now some of it's going to be a little bit easier because we can go back and listen to 11 through 50 and go well that's not in there at least so then you got to think of other games but, but you don't listen to the podcast so i don't have that's to worry about very that. true i do not listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i always get asked uh yeah did you hear that part nope <laughs> no idea what music would play <laughs> all right well folks Folks, I'll reiterate for those of you who were driving and missed it or doing something else. If you want to get on our Slack channel, it's as easy as just hitting us up on Gmail at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. We'd love to have you. And we want to thank you for listening and talking about us on the interwebs and all that good stuff that uh, that all our great listeners do. All right, everybody. Really, really, really thanks a lot for listening. We always appreciate it. We love interacting with you guys. So yeah, definitely hit us up and come join the Slack channel. You know, I love to say stupid stuff in there. So you want to come and listen to me? We're, we're, we're always talking in there. So definitely come and join the channel. Yes, that is very true. He does like to say stupid things in there. So get in on it and send us an email. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at punchboarders. We are on Instagram at punchboardparadise and Facebook at punchboardparadise. The human torch <laughs> applied for a bank loan. Okay.